Hi and welcome to this week's show. We're going to be looking at entrepreneurial challenge and how to deal with it. And just quickly, you're going to have to excuse any kind of coughing noises that you hear in the background. I have an old dog that is struggling with the bushfire smoke. And if you can look behind me, you can see it's hazy, or that is because of the smoke. It's quite incredible. Anyway, let's get into it. So, you know what? I love working with business people and entrepreneurs. I find them very stimulating, I find them exciting, because for the most part, they've chosen a path that is by default very challenging. In fact, you can think of business as the most expensive personal development course in the world with the greatest payoff when you get it right. So what do I mean by that? Well, you pay, you pay <laughs> for your mistakes. You pay for your mistakes financially or through loss of time or both. So if you look at business, it is a challenge that allows you to evolve and grow. And that's what we're going to start with because challenge and how you approach challenge will define whether you overcome a challenge and reach your goal. And I'm going to step back a little bit for a second and start with something foundational. If we want to live good lives, then we have to go inside and find out what it is that we really love and what we really want to do with our lives. And that means we're what we might call introspecting. We are taking our awareness from the outside world, bring it into the inside world and asking ourselves deep and profound questions like, what am I here for? What do I truly love to do? What truly matters to me? What truly fulfills me? What's truly important to me? And when we ask those questions of ourselves, we start to get answers that are true and authentic for us. Compared to the way a lot of people approach life is that they grow up in a family and they basically take on the value systems of their family, their society, their school system. And instead of living a life that's based on the answers to those questions that I just shared before, people end up living the lives that they are sold. And the problem with living a life that you are sold via conditioning, social pressure, is that you end up living an unfulfilled life. And an unfulfilled life makes you feel like a robot. It makes you feel numb. 
And the school system aids that. I mean, things are shifting now, but the school system, again, if you look at the schooling system, it, it prepares you as a cog for a system and in some ways for enslavery, meaning when you go to school, you are being trained to upgrade your skills so that you can trade those skills to someone with more power than you for money. Now, again, if you are one of those very fortunate people that you're working in a job that you love, congratulations, good on you. That's fantastic. But I speak to a lot of people who don't have that internal experience of joy in their work. And again, it comes back to not asking those questions I shared before. What matters to you? What's important? What gives you juice? What gives you joy? And once you get the answers to those questions, you know what you're here to do with your life. You know what you should be pursuing if you want to be fulfilled. But asking yourself those questions, even though it's really important, it will put you into challenge. <laughs> so <laughs> if we look at life and we look at people that create a lot based on what matters to them, they are challenged. Okay, because when you're truly authentic and honest about what's important to you, what matters to you, what you really, really want, your answers will stretch your ego. It will challenge your ego. It will challenge the parts of you that have self-doubt, that feel like you're not good enough, that you that worry whether you have the capabilities of achieving those deeply meaningful goals. And this is why we can bring it now back to business owners and entrepreneurs. Business owners and entrepreneurs have said, hey, I don't want to be a slave in the system. I want to define my own life. I, I, I want to. I want to lead a far better life where I get to do the things that I like, love, and I get to have control over my destiny. So a business owner by nature, an entrepreneur by nature, is entering challenge. And if they've honored what they really want, what matters to them, that doubles the challenge. Now, a lot of people avoid challenge because challenge is uncomfortable. Challenge is scary. So we start to look at certainty, right? In certainty, we feel safe. In certainty, we feel we have the inner resources to deal with what comes at us. That's what certainty is. In the challenge of owning what it is we really want and going about creating that and then that, that ego's challenge is because it feels uncertain. So in uncertainty, you will observe that on some level, you're concerned whether you have the abilities or the inner resources to achieve that outcome. So we can say that certainty 
will often provide you with some good comfortable feelings and uncertainty will provide you some very uncomfortable feelings. So if you don't know how to work with your feelings, if you are controlled by your feelings, your emotions, you will constantly want to go back to certainty. But when you go back to certainty, the creativity required to really achieve what you want is diminished. And over time, you know internally that you are being controlled by your uncomfortable feelings, keeping you away from challenge and your sense of self-esteem and self-worth will drop. You'll start to feel dull, lifeless, like there is no meaning in life. And that is the price of being afraid of your uncomfortable emotions. And the more you're addicted to certainty because it helps you feel comfortable, the less you evolve as a human being. Because evolution requires you to go past old belief systems. You see, when you are in certainty all the time because you're afraid of the challenge, so you keep going back to certainty, so you feel more pleasing emotions, you're being controlled by the belief systems that were being triggered when you moved into uncertainty. So let me explain. As I said before, any challenge, if you ask yourself, what do I really want? What really matters to me? And you start going for that, it challenges your ego and it triggers mostly unconscious beliefs that you don't see when you're comfortable. So some of those beliefs might be, oh, I can't do this. I'm not good enough for this. And those belief systems, they trigger those uncomfortable emotions. So to avoid those uncomfortable emotions, you go back and you start to get safe again. And to feel comfortable feelings, comfortable emotions. So in reality, you are controlled by those beliefs. I'm not sure if I can do this. I have a lot of self-doubt. Okay, and those beliefs go back into the unconscious and you don't get to feel them when you're in certainty. But of course, as I said before, you can't evolve past them. So what happens is if you are able to move into uncertainty and stay in the challenge of creating what you really, really want, those belief systems are going to surface from the unconscious and you can become more conscious. You be can learn more about yourself. You can understand yourself. You can go, oh, look at these beliefs. Oh, these beliefs. Ah. So you can't do that when you keep going back into being comfortable. Oh, look at that. I'm learning more about myself. Oh, how long have these beliefs been there? You don't meet them when you're comfortable. Are these beliefs true? That would be a good question to ask. Well, at this point, I don't have any evidence that they're not true, but they 
maybe I can change them. Maybe, maybe, maybe I can be good enough. Maybe I can be competent enough to achieve this outcome. So you can see that in itself is a setup for transformation. That in itself is a setup for change. Just that. Starting with that. Staying in the challenge and seeing what beliefs are coming up to control you. I'll bring this into a business situation right now. So obviously our core expertise from myself and my team is working with business owners who are now victim to their success, <laughs> meaning they don't know what we know. They've sort of built relatively successful businesses, but they're trapped in their businesses, meaning they're involved in the day-to-day -day running of their business, where we work with our clients to get to the point, first of all, where their business runs independently of them. So they're being a true entrepreneur. They're not involved in the day-to-day -day processes. They need to be strategic. They need to be working on the vision, working on the plans, the strategies, and delegating and setting up their business so it's got what we call operational efficiencies. That means the right team in place. And finally, we work with our business owners to take them right out of the business if that's what they want. And then they can go and build other businesses and do the same with those businesses and only work 10 hours a week, as an example. That's how you get a good lifestyle, by the way. But bringing it back to the theme of the day, so we're working with these business owners and we've got to build out their team. Now, again, one of our core skills is our ability to understand our clients, not just on the conscious level, on the unconscious level. And there are, there's no other business coaching organization that we know of worldwide that has the ability to be so effective strategically with their clients and who can help clients understand and start to master many of the unconscious drivers, the unconscious behaviors and beliefs that have been driving them. So here we are, we're now transitioning a client from working in their business to working on the business. This means that they have to now put team in place to give a lot of the tasks and jobs they've been doing for ages to this, these new team members. Now, back to the theme, what we will often see is as we start to talk to our clients about building out the team, and they can't see it and they don't know it, but on the conscious level, they're starting to make excuses why they can't bring team members on. And to them, their, their uh, conscious excuses are very real excuses to them. So as an example, they might say things like, um, uh, oh, you can't. Oh, we, we've tried. We can't get good people. That might. That's a, a common one. A, a second one is. Oh, look, I've tried before, but they just can't do it as well as I can. Okay, that's a recipe for disaster with your thinking. Um, or, um, I. Th this is a core expertise that you can't get anyone with this core expertise. That's another one that we'll, we'll often hear. Now, of course, we run. When our clients have access to amazing recruiting systems um, that ensure you get a, a perfect fit. What these clients don't realize is that on the unconscious level, they have beliefs like, I can't trust anyone to support me. Uh, I, 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 people betray me. 
people let me down. So again, when we're working with the client, obviously we see that and regardless of their resistance, we know that we have to build out their team and we have an expertise in building out people's teams. We know what we're doing with that. So we help the client start to see these unconscious belief systems that they wouldn't have seen without our help. And they certainly wouldn't see if they stayed comfortable. And in this case, comfortable means that they're not going to build out their team. Because even though building out their team means that they're gonna have freedom and a, and a better business that runs uh, more efficiently, making more profit, the comfort zone for them because the unconscious beliefs is not building out a team. So of course, our clients trust us. They uh, understand that we care for them. So we start now getting, setting up the recruitment system and starting to interview people. And of course, through that whole process, our clients are now aware that this, un, these about these unconscious beliefs and that these unconscious beliefs are being triggered. And so they start to become conscious because in uncertainty, you can, as I said before, self-inspect, learn more about yourself. So they're there now going, oh, I can feel these uncomfortable emotions. I know what these uncomfortable emotions are about. These uncomfortable emotions are associated with the belief that I think I'm going to be betrayed. And that, that's scary. I think I'm going to be betrayed. I, I, I think I'm going to get hurt somehow by employing and building this team out. So at this point, the business owner is starting to get very conscious about what they were once unconscious of, but has been ruling them and limiting their business for <laughs> their entire time in business. And if they're willing to stay in that uncertainty, what will happen for them because of the way we set up our recruitment systems within a few months, what will happen is they'll have such good team in place that their reality will prove those old belief systems wrong. And therefore the business owner would have evolved and changed and gone past the old belief systems. So now you understand why I say, if you're staying comfortable, avoiding your uncomfortable feelings, you're keeping old belief systems in place on the unconscious level and you are not evolving. Where if you're willing to sit in an uncertainty, instead of running away from those uncomfortable feelings, inspect those uncomfortable feelings for what beliefs are causing these uncomfortable feelings. So the very act of building a high quality, profitable business that can run independently of you by being in that challenge and being in that uncertainty and being willing to be conscious, it actually evolves you. And of course, this comes back to a common saying, you have to be the person that can have that. So you can't grow, as, as, as an example, with this, using this example, you cannot grow a, a business that runs in, independently of you without having an amazing team in place and to have an amazing team in place you have to have gone past beliefs like I'm the only one that can do it or I can't trust anyone or people will betray me. I hope you understand that. You cannot have a really good team in place if you have those belief systems sitting on the unconscious level especially. This is why as I said before 
the evolutionary process requires you to be in uncertainty. That's where evolution happens, not in comfort zones, because in comfort zones, you are keeping belief systems in place. In uncertainty, if you're willing to work to be conscious, you will evolve quickly. And by the way, that's why people work with us. We can help them be conscious of things that other business coaches and business organizations just can't. So as an example, with that particular person, as we build and we bring their team members on, because they're now conscious of this belief system that says, I can't trust people and people are going to betray me. They'll now be aware that they're going to want to micromanage their new 